interviews, special guests, and the recap of the week's news and headlines and box scores and results. It's Beck's Work Week in Review live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brought to you by Rally House, your city, your style, show your colors. Hey guys, it's in here from Rehab Sports Guys. You can now book tea times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page and there, there you'll see a banner that says book like a pro click the banner enter your course or enter a zip code then select a tea time of your choice you'll get 50 percent off each time you book through 12 on sports radio so book your next round at 12 on sports radio.com one two oz sports radio.com hey who likes to go to concerts who likes to go to games I know I do, and now you can buy event tickets on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Just go to the menu page and look for the event tickets tab and sign up today. And you can search by your zip code or we use your geolocation. You get $20 off your first purchase only on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Twelve Ounce Sports Radio, quench your sports thirst. Hey, wait! Here on Twelve Ounce Sports Radio, listen to Rehab Sports Guys. Make sure you check out Scout Team Radio Wednesdays at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you look on the calendar for August twenty seventh when Loud Sports America will be coming to Twelve Ounce Sports Radio daily. That is. From the Scout Team Radio. We have sports guys live on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio.com. Let's We are live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. I'm Ian in the building. we got a special guest with us. What's up, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Good, brother. It's Jimmy from What's Up, What's Up Sports on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. 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 <laughs> Waski Rabbit. Yeah, but he's here to kind of help us out with the show this this week because uh, Jesse's out. Hopefully, Jesse can call in in the second hour. We're going to try and figure that out later. But right now, and me and Jimmy have kind of worked on a possible tailgating event later this football season. If you're from the Arkansas area, you know about the big rivalry, the closest rivalry in all of college sports. That is the Henderson State Reddies versus the OBU Tigers. Washtaw Baptist Tigers. Washtaw Baptist. I'm sorry because not everybody knows what OBU is. Oh, yes. I know what OBU is because it's been in my entire life. Yes. But Washtaw Baptist University, it's a, div- it's a Division two rivalry that's probably the closest rivalry in all of college or any sport. the closest. And you look at the other closest is Duke, North, Duke, North Carolina. Yeah. Yes. We're close. We're literally a street apart. Yes. Yeah, you could throw a baseball from one, one parking lot to the other. Right. Right. You've heard stories about the uh, the quarterback who backed up Cam Newton, started after Cam Newton at mm-hmm. Auburn, mm-hmm. played for OBU the season afterwards. Yeah. And he said that, that he felt this atmosphere was a bigger atmosphere than the Iron Bowl. That's wild. So it's it's huge. It's a great football game. It's Texas A&M. It's Alabama. Yeah, because no matter what, you're in your home locker room because you just got to walk across the street. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, they don't even take buses. No. Neither team takes buses. It's nope. It, before they built this dorm on the 
in, uh, on the intramural field. It used to be a massive party on the intramural field, yes. I remember. And it was a big thing and when either team would walk across. I'm talking about this highway. Because they would have this cookouts two, and stuff It's a two-lane highway that runs through Arkadelphia. And there's cars lying down it, down the side street. There, It's probably the biggest game in the area. Yes. And what's always funny to me is everybody from Arkadelphia, all Arkadelphia High School fans, well, when it turns over to Saturday for this week, they're all against each other because they're all split. Mm-hmm. I, my, uh... My mom, my dad went to Henderson. I went to Henderson for a little bit. My grandfather went to Henderson. And I have a brother playing football right now for ODU. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how it works. That's that's pretty funny. That's usually how it works. Yeah, my mom works for Henderson, so my mom's worked for them for probably close to 20 years now. So, I mean, of course, that's who I root for. Yeah, so, I mean, I grew up in a Washtenaw fan, but then I went to Henderson because I couldn't afford to go to Washtenaw, right. so now I'm a Henderson fan. Damn you rich kids. Yeah, exactly. Even though they're in the same division and everything, it's three times more expensive to go to Washtenaw. Insane. Yeah. yeah, and then there's the public versus private rivalry that is understood. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're better because we have more money. Okay, okay. I always get to sit on the good side of the stands. It's like I always joked with people, like, when I worked for OBU for a little while, I was just like, "Yeah, we're we're just taking a break for a little while. We're letting you have your little, have your shine before we come back and start winning titles again." Which is at the restaurant I worked at, which he works at now. Mm-hmm. Slim and Jordy's for anybody that stops in the area. Yeah, which speaking of, we need to figure things out. Hopefully, we can do our pre and post game show from there because that would be, be awesome. It would be amazing because yeah. Kelly and Misty are Henderson State graduates. Uh, and then what's funny is their daughter wants to go to Washington so it's like I don't know I think I, she did go to Washington I couldn't remember but it's just funny to me because it's the way it works out sometimes it's it, it's you know that's why I say Texas Texas A&M because I know family who grew up Texas it can be split University of Texas and then they're like oh you know what I'm going to go play baseball for A&M and yeah. in a lesser capacity Iowa and Iowa State yeah, in that. a lesser Oh, well, I mean, any, ro- any in-state rival you want to mention, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, yeah. Clemson, South Carolina. We were talking about it earlier off the topic. We were Honestly, talking about two NFL players South that one went to Clemson and one went to South Carolina. Honestly, Clemson, South Carolina might be in one of the clo- even closer than the North Carolina and Duke land. North Carolina Duke are eight miles. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know, how far, I, they call it I don't know how far road. away it is. It's like what, Duke, uh, North Carolina, and George Mason? Wake Forest. Yeah, they're Wake all Forest. in that. And then NC State's right there, too. It's so, so crazy yeah. to me that North Carolina has that many D1 schools. I mean, they have North Carolina, Duke, North Carolina State, Wake Forest, uh, Coastal Carolina, I think it's in North Carolina. It might be South Carolina. Uh, I could be so. wrong. But, uh, I think Eastern, Eastern Carolina is also in North Carolina. That's crazy. I, yeah, they got all these D1. Appalachian State. Isn't, aren't they there? I don't, I don't know. I'll be honest. I have no idea. This is going crazy. completely off topic, and that's what happens on Rehab Sports, guys. We just, even when Jimmy joins in, we just kind of go all, all off on a big tangent, but it's okay. Raise so. your hand, guys, if you're ready for ready for college football. Me. Me. I'm so tired of watching baseball, bro. I like the pro- <laughs> like no. like like the like I I I I've said it a couple of weeks ago. 
it's a more enjoyable product, but I'm just tired of watching. Like, especially yeah. with with all these new stupid head collision rule crap that the NFL did, they ruined the league. Like, it, they. But I will, I will say, and we can talk about this in full later. But I will say, I don't think it's going to be these bad of flags come regular season. Because referees know if they're this bad, they're going to get fired. I was right. Chris America said Appalachian State's in Boone, North Carolina. All right. Okay. Since I can so, Google right from my phone, I should have done that. I agree with you, Ian. I think it's going to kind of – I think Flat it's now. being really hard right now because we saw this. They're trying to change players that have been playing this game for 20, 30 years. Right. And you can't automatically – so it's – they're going to – Force it, force it, force it, and then backtrack. They kind of did the same thing with the catch rule. Yes. It's like they crammed it so hard. They back When they first put that catch rule in, it was atrocious. Mm-hmm. And then they backtracked and figured out, okay, that's not quite the right wording. I think when they finally get this down, like I said, Last, I like the idea yeah. of the rule. I, I know safety, what they're doing. But right now, like that freaking sack the other day. That was, that was atrocious. That was, that was a clean tackle. I saw Head behind, behind the ribs, like yeah. he was clean, and I'm like, well, "Why is there a flag?" Right. He didn't he, drive him in the ground. It's not even like he nailed him in the back. He nailed him on the front side of his body. You I know? mean, there are some hits I remember back in the day when Tori Aikman, where I was like, "I wish he would have played in this era. He might have lasted a lot longer." Yes, he definitely would have. He'd have probably played 25 he, years. He, in actually, this era. he might not have lasted longer because of all the concussions he played with. Uh, he had. Well, I feel like he had like 11. Yeah, he there there for a while. It was concussion out two weeks, come back concussion again. And it's like, well, I think under the new protocol, I think after like two, they're like, all right, we need to actually sit down and talk about this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, same similar situation with David Ash. I, I, I remember he just kept getting concussion because he's got decent, not great quarterback, decent quarterback. Yeah, I remember. He's, he's actually he, he was right, wasn't he? Right after Colt. Yes, he was right. Because of him and no, him. We had, and, we, they, we had Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, I remember. And then I think we, and then I think it was David Ash. No, we had Case McCoy somewhere. No, they were together. They were together because they fought towards the end of cases. I remember when cases in high school with my uncle, because my uncle and all my family's from Texas. So all I hear about is Texas football. I remember him coming up there like they might be better than the Shipley McCoys from first. And I was like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You might want to pop that brain. Hey, but his his little the younger Shipley. Oh my God, he was cold. Jackson. Huh? Was it Jackson Shipley? Yeah, yeah Jackson was cold. Yeah, yeah, he was. I, I'll never forget. I was the last Texas Tech Saint game, and you heard McCoy to Shipley. I go, Oh my goodness, we're gonna be here with this for the next three years. Nope, ended like that year. Case <laughs> Case no is point. what Case is not a good Cole. Even though people well, give. Case gotten some trouble. Yeah, Cole was a group. He was kind of like Tebow. Good college career. It's kind of like, like. like the Michael Vick and Marcus Vick thing at Virginia Tech. Yeah. I know it's preseason, but Colt actually looked pretty good. Hey, I hope they, hey, I hope they start him. It's very, it's very, <laughs> it's very rare that you find it whenever, like, a lot of times when two brothers play and they play the same position and they go to the same place, one's usually at least decent. And the other one's complete garbage. And the only outlier is Derek Carr. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm sure there are other outliers. And then there's Eli, but he went to a different school. But, I mean, he I was... I thought most I of the time. I think both of them can end up in the Hall of Fame. Eli and Peyton? Yeah. yeah. That's what, I mean, that's yeah. why I said Which most of the time. Which is crazy. That's why I said most of the time, but not all the time. Like, I mean, there's going to be exceptions, of course, but... Yeah. 
and then like, all the freaking like the Watt, Allen brothers, like, and then all the Watts went to freaking Wisconsin, or all in the not all of them went to Wisconsin. Yeah, didn't, yeah, they, they all, they all went to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, and they're all in the league. And JJ TJ's a beast. And all all the Gronks went to Arizona. Yeah, so. Well, <laughs> let's be honest. The Gronkowski not going to Arizona is kind of more worrisome, considering how much they are. Arizona State's part of the party school. Oh, that's right. It's like that's the number right. one part. I remember when I was in college, I looked at my fraternity house. I was like, oh, my God. It was an apartment complex that was in a square with a pool in the middle. I was like, holy oh, my God. Is that heaven? I wanted to go. I never went. It, it, all I know was it's first day of school here in Arkadelphia. I went and got some coffee this morning, and it feels like spring. You know, there's just yeah, yeah, beautiful flowers popping up everywhere. <laughs> beautiful flowers. <laughs> hey, but I will flowers. say one thing about sure, <laughs> yeah, sure, that's okay. what you were looking at. Mm-hmm. But I will say one thing about Arkadelphia. This town is dead in the summer. Like, God, it is. If you think about it, there's nine thousand, nine to ten thousand people. On the census, well, when college is in session, there's like 25,000. Yeah. So, that's why the game's so much, it's pumped up. Because during football season, there's so many more people in town. Yep. You might, if, if you plan on traveling on that part of town, you might as well change your plans. Because you're not going to go anywhere very fast when that game's happening. No. And that's why I was, we were talking about this. Like, I think it'd be a better idea not to necessarily do it, like, on one of the campuses. Yeah. But do it at a restaurant that... Because I'm pretty sure that uh, Misty and Kelly are going to have that be the game. I don't know. I know they used to do it. They used to do Henderson away games because they are, I'll come out and say it, they're Henderson establishment. They always are, always yep. will be. Right. But I don't know. I'll have to talk. Thank God. I'll I had to deal with another OBU place. I would have wanted to pull my <laughs> freaking hair out. And then one out. time when I worked there, I also worked at OBU. So I was like, this is awkward. Right. <laughs> That's like me. I was the one that was watching those games or listening to those games on the radio. Henderson's games on the radio at OBU. I was just like, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, I'm not pulling for you. I may, you, you just signed my paycheck. I mean, I'm sorry to get back to the, this great rivalry, but I even, I don't know if y'all remember a few years ago when there was a spray painting going on at OBU. Oh, that's been happening for ages. Oh, yeah. But it got really bad when they spray painted, like, the cars and, like, yeah. I remember when I was in high school, they put purple foam in the Henderson. And Henderson has a fountain, guys. If you're yeah. watching, if you're listening, watching, whatever. But that uh, Washtenaw is purple. They're purple and white. Yeah. Put purple foam they're LSU into. Colors. They're mostly yeah. We'll go with that. And they put purple foam into Henderson's uh, fountain, so <laughs> it sprayed purple foam. And, and so now they have this big rule. Where everything that means anything to either school, like the tiger or anything like that, it yeah. gets covered my, up. My dad actually—I'm not sure if he started it or just continued it—but he used to be one of those guys that used to go paint the tiger's testicles red. Ever since I remember, they put that—they put like the stat- they put it under like not really tiger watch. They put a gate around it, so it, yeah. so you can't get into it. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. It's like, damn, you, you're, you're that that worried, really? <laughs> like, you got the tiger painted white. Can you not just paint white over it? Like, right. <laughs> this is true. I mean, come on. But yeah, ready to get into that? Uh, into our top ten. Yeah. 
Oh, college yeah. football we'll top that, team. We'll come back to the RC top five. That's cool. I thought that's why we were yeah. doing it anyway when yeah, we were going to put it in the oh, rehab oh, round table. But, uh, you want, to, want me to start out? All right, hold on. Where do you want to just wait until right. the break? Here's the, uh, I just got it on the screen. Number one in the AT, AP Top 25 right now on the top 10 is Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Washington, Oklahoma, Miami, Auburn, and Penn State. And so, I'm going to show you what David believes. There it is on screen. Go okay. ahead and talk about it. I think it, the consensus pretty much should be, if, if not, you're, you probably should be, that Bama's number one. I mean, until proven otherwise, they're the de facto number one. And they probably will be until Saban's gone. Number two, I have Georgia. I think that they're getting ready to be the very next version of Alabama. I think Kirby Smart's the guy that's going to do that for them. So, until I mean, until Saban's gone, until Kirby Smart's gone, I think those two are about to run both both sides of the SEC. Agreed. Uh, third, you gotta have I gotta have Clemson there because until just like the like Alabama, until proven otherwise, they're going to be there. I mean, Dabo has put them in a position where. They're not losing. I mean, it's been that way for, what, three, four years now? They've been right there at the national championship every year. So, until something something drastic happens, I ain't moving them either. Because they've proven they'll get there. And then number four, I have Auburn. Now, that's my, that's my kind of first kind of, okay, maybe. Mine is the thing that, Little known fact, in case you didn't remember from last year, Auburn beat Alabama out for the SEC last year. Yeah, that's surprising. And Alabama won a national championship. <laughs> I said this a few weeks ago. Like you can't, you can't. I, I, it was hard for me to really kill Auburn last year for losing to Georgia the, the second time they played because they were go- that was a rough schedule. To like, and then they and then they wound up playing UCF. We all know that story. Hmm. Um, <laughs> National champions, baby, right, Chris America? <laughs> um, but it's, I, I, it was hard for me to kill Auburn. I actually agree with you on that one. Okay, number five, I had Oklahoma. Now, my biggest thing with putting Oklahoma there is continuancy, because if they fall off after Baker, then I mean, they'll be dropping out of there real, real fast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it just depends on what Kyler Murray does, really. I mean, I think he could be. That's why I have him at number five. I think they could, because Kyler Murray's that good. Um, Number six, and here's where I was telling you was my surprise: Ohio State six. Um, new starters, but it's gonna be more of the same in the Big Ten. Just like it always is. I mean, even if you got them there, they're going to be in the playoffs if they win their comp. I mean, it's just the way it's going to come down to 
unless they're atrocious. It's going to be like three teams in the Big Ten, just like it has been for yeah. the last while. It's going to be Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan right up there. Not necessarily, because they're playing Oklahoma again, right? Yeah, but who else are they playing on this game? John Harbaugh has to come hard this year at Ohio State. He hasn't beat them yet. Jim Harbaugh. Jim. And a Jim Michigan Harbaugh. One of them Harbaugh boys. Michigan. Yeah, one of those Harbaugh guys. The crazy one. That Jim Harbaugh is. He's something else. Like I love that guy. Like he's crazier than a damn bat in a damn cage. <laughs> I'm telling you. That dude is, is ins- dude is ridiculous. The dude is insane, but I like him. He's the only he's the only reason why I don't absolutely hate Michigan right now. Like they just is. But number seven, I'm gonna try to finish this out for me real quick. Penn State at seven. I think James Franklin is their co- their coach is really really good. He's one of the, in my opinion, the most underrated coach in the country. He's done an awesome job there. Yes, he's done an outstanding job. Sorry, the only thing that worries me about them is how are they going to react to six months leaving. Yes, but the thing is, they still have, they still had, didn't at least have their quarterback leave. Their quarterback's still there. They still have McSorley. I think they're going to be. I mean, you're never going to truly replace a guy like like Barkley, but I still think that they can have enough production to, to be able to withstand. Right. I mean, I mean, but it's not like they're not recruiting their ass off getting fours and five stars to replace these guys. I mean, James Franklin's been busting his ass ever since he's been up there adding depth and stuff. So, number eight, and this, my, these next two are basically based off of what I saw from last year and, and the upward trend. I have Miami at eight, and I have USC at nine. Now, my whole thing with Miami depend is depending on their defense to be equally as good as what it was last year, and for Rozier to uh, get better and improve on what he did last year. USC, my biggest concern with them is they lost their quarterback. And they lost their their top running back. So, they're a lot. Honestly, if I, I'm thinking about it, I think they lost their quarterback, their top running back, and their top receiver. It was the first time in USC history that's happened. I, I remember yes. hearing that. Yeah. How, how the hell do you remember that? I, just, I, I remember hearing it yesterday. I was just like... Because <laughs> sure they it, lost Arnold, they lost Arnold, they lost Ronald Jones, and they lost uh, Deont- Deontay Burnett. Yeah, it just but- so happens to be on my Titans, and thank God, and I really hope that he makes the freaking roster. But aside from that, and number ten, I had another team come out in the pack, and that's Stanford. I think they are criminally underrated this year. I think that they they borderline could be could have been inside of the top ten, like between like five to like around five. Yeah, they're really really good. Like people don't pay pay Stanford any attention because one, they're Stanford. They're like, oh, they're just a smart kid school. And two, you know, they're out on the West Coast, so nobody really gets to 
to pay attention. Nobody really pays attention to these teams, especially in the middle to eastern part of the country, because because it, it's so late when they play their yeah. games. I remember going to bed when I was in like eighth, ninth grade, going, "Oh, Ohio." I mean, I'm sorry, Hawaii's still gonna play at you know two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, and it's like the same reason why it was the same thing with Oregon for whenever they were going through their really the really good years. because the they because they never 12. they never get to see them because they're so late. Their games are so late unless they're on prime time. Yeah, and even prime time for them is an eight nine o'clock kickoff. Right, right. right. That's one thing. Like Texas plays USC relatively early game. I hope so to, I hope they get their ass kicked. I'm just saying. No, it's at Texas, so it's not happening this year. <laughs> hmm. In case we'll people see. don't know, uh, Jimmy's a Texas fan. Yeah. What about you, Ian? What'd you do for your talk? Alright, so mine's a little different. So number one, I have Clemson because I just think they have the most coming back. And their quarterback's back. He was really good last year. They just won. Kelly Bryant. Yes. Yeah. And they weren't quite there. Two, Georgia. They have I actually know their starting quarterback. I actually know he's coming back. And you can trust him. Then you got Alabama. They lost a lot on defense. A lot but they were a tool. Yes, but I got to see it. So, and then they haven't picked the quarterback yet, so the locker room hasn't got behind anybody yet. Well, let's face it. We know it's going to be Tua. We know and it's going to be The fact that they haven't announced it's probably going to be Tua. And the fact that they haven't even talked to uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. It's Tua. I mean, no. that's how football is. You know, it's yeah. got to be, the, especially college football. And you know Saban's not going to say anything publicly so Jalen can't transfer. I was, I was shocked that Tom Herman came out with his starting quarterback. Did he? Not, I didn't see that. It's, Who not, they? Uh, it's not Shane Bouchelle. Really? I tweeted it. Hold on. <laughs> Shane Ellington. Shane Ellington starting for the University of Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah, he picked up a couple games last year. He played against Oklahoma and did all right. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then number four is Auburn. I have Auburn at number four. Just like me. Yeah. Number five, Oklahoma. Number six, Penn State. I just like like we were talking about. I, that's the thing about going second. I don't have to elaborate too much because we've already kind of covered it. Uh, n- number seven, Ohio State. I still think they'll win their conference. If Meyer doesn't get fired. Hmm. We might, we'll probably get an L this year. Later. Yeah. Number eight, number eight, Miami. Sam Ellinger was the one you were thinking of. Yeah. I got Miami eight. I just don't steal. Last year, they got the benefit of a week schedule. Because when they finally played somebody, they lost. Miami. Oh, yeah. And number nine, I have Stanford. And number ten, because they made the conference championship game, and I, I just love their coach. TCU. <laughs> I wanted so bad to do it, but I couldn't. I couldn't. Well, they, they replaced too much. Like, Kenny Hill's gone. New starting running backs, new receivers, and the defense, well, it was a little bit suspect last year. Yeah. As a, and this is coming from somebody that watches TCU play. So, I kind of tried to keep my bias out of it. I mean, yes, I somewhat like Miami, and yes, I somewhat like USC, but I'm not like a fan, so I wouldn't be like biased towards them 
so to say, but I love TCU. I do, but I I love Gary Patterson. He always has a competitive team. I just don't know if they are top 10 good this year. With Do I think they could be? Sure. Absolutely, I think they could be. But I don't think they will be. I think they'll... I think they'll be kicking somewhere around the 15 to 18 This is the thing about preseason polls is you're basing everything off kind of last year and what you think they're going to be this year. Right. Because you really don't know. Because I guarantee if you look at correlation from where people are at the beginning of your team, unless you're Clemson or Alabama or Georgia now or in Ohio State, you normally, everybody's like up and down, up and down, down, but those four normally are kind of keys in the top ten. And Going back to the Big 12, I mean, I, I'm not going to talk too much on the Big 12 because we're doing our Big 12 picks this week on, on my show, but I, I'm picking a team that's going to win the Big 12 just because they didn't lose a lot. Yeah. There were a lot of teams in the Big 12 that lost a lot of talent, like Oklahoma, like TCU, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State that I, I just don't know. So my pick is going to be more of a team that didn't really lose a lot. Oklahoma? <laughs> Like like Oklahoma, like <laughs> like they only lost Baker Mayfield. You mean you, you mean you mean Baker Oklahoma? Baker a big talent. You watch some of his games. He's like a so, so how do Texas fans feel about the fact that Baker Mayfield from Austin, Texas, goes to Oklahoma? Well, this is my rule. This is my rule. Um, Technically, well, I, he didn't go to Oklahoma. He went to Texas Tech. Then went, went, went to Oklahoma. Well, he was a yeah. walk-on. He was a walk-on. So like I can't. I mean, it, we told Johnny Manziel he should have played safety. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's rough. <laughs> Matt Brown oh. literally recruited Johnny Menzel, who was a three-star athlete out of Kerrville Tybee, and told him, "Hey, you can go to Texas, but we want you to play safety." And he was like, "No, I'm gonna go to A and M." And like we, my high school played Johnny Menzel. Correction. We watched him all four years. Correction. Johnny Menzel was actually committed to Oregon with Mariota, right. and then he had, like, and then he flipped and went. To yeah. Texas A&M. That's right. He could imagine that team. Imagine that Dude. Oregon team if they would have had Mariota okay, and 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 Johnny freaking Manziel. What does it matter? Neither only one of them was gonna play. But that's just <laughs> insane to think about that. Depth, if Johnny Manziel would have went to Oregon, nobody would know who Marcus Mariota is. Or vice versa. No, no, stop it. It's Texas. It, it's dude coming from what, Texas. Who do you think was gonna start? What's legal in Oregon? Uh, Something five, we're not speaking five. of. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 devil juice. Yeah. But yeah, well, who do we think's gonna be the? Uh, who do we think's gonna be the non-power five that makes the most noise this year? Because there's always at least one. UCF was the obvious one last year. It's not I mean, gonna be UCF again. I mean, Sorry, Chris America. Not even Sorry, Chris America. It's scout team, really, because they are doing their show next Saturday. From are they? I know they yeah, are saying something they're doing with it, but I don't know. They'll have to tell you more about it. And I guarantee you, Chris America is about to tweet about it. <laughs> I guarantee. You. you lost your I coach. Mean, You're not gonna do it. I again. mean, UCF has a tough, has a relatively tough schedule. Memphis. We got South Carolina State. I don't even know what the schedule is. I haven't even looked at it. I'm just going to say a feeling. Memphis. Yeah. I like Memphis. It helps they have a defensive tackle from Arkadelphia that 
helps with me. Yeah. Make that decision. Yeah, I, I pull for them. I personally know his mom, so. <laughs> That's cool. I'm pulling for him. I'm going to go boys. Boys is the mm. classic pick, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, just for uh, for just for the sake of controversy, <laughs> Arkansas State. Oh, and and let I this th- it came across my mind. I was like, I'm let, not gonna be the one to say it. Let this. let this be known. I hope that they go 0 and 12. Just so they will shut the hell up in Jonesboro. Good God, you are never better than Arkansas, even on our worst year. I will say one thing. Ever. I want to shout out to our boy Chase Gage one <laughs> on Twitter. Go follow him. He got a he's uh, writing for Rivals Oop. now through Arkansas State. Proud of you, Chase. Keep working hard. Keep writing hard. As you said, Scout. Here goes Scout team. <laughs> oh my god! Like gosh. I said, you lost your coach, bud. We'll we'll see what uh we'll see All what right, the new We one need says. to take a break. Get that break, and we'll come back with a rehab roundtable. Sports Radio as Jesse Yawns. <laughs> I'm not bored, I promise. <laughs> That's funny. I was saying the intro and I look over at Jesse's yawn and trying to cover his mouth. Because <laughs> I could hear two of my headset. They'll look over and they'll be like, what is that noise? And they'll look over and Jesse's covering his mouth trying to not make noise. I tried not to, but I had to breathe, man. <laughs> I mean, I know I said I'd die for this. I know I said I'd die for this game. I didn't mean today. <laughs> That was funny. Oh, man. But, yeah, we are live on 12 on Sports Radio. You are listening to the Rehab Sports Guys. Uh, special guest and the recap of the week's news and headlines and box scores and results. It's Beck's Work We Can Review live on 12 on Sports Radio every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brought to you by Rally House, your city, your style, show your colors. Hey, guys, it's in here. From Rehab Sports Guys, you can now book tea times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page in there. There you'll see a banner that says, Book Like a Pro. Click the banner, enter your course, or enter a zip code. Then select a tea time of your choice. You'll get 50% off each time you book through 12 Ounce Sports Radio. So book your next round at 12OunceSportsRadio.com. 12OZSportsRadio.com. Hey, who likes to go to concerts? Who likes to go to games? I know I do. And now you can buy event tickets on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Just go up to the menu page and look for the event tickets tab and sign up today. And you can search by your zip code or we use your geolocation. You get $20 off your first purchase only on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Twelve Ounce Sports Radio, quench your sports thirst. Hey, we're here on Twelve Ounce Sports Radio, listening to Rehab Sports Guys. 
Make sure you check out Scout Team Radio Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you look on the calendar for August 27th when Loud Sports America will be coming to 12-Ounce Sports Radio daily. That is from the Scout Team Radio. And we are live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. You're listening to the Rehab Sports Guys. And we got Jimmy from What's Up, What's Up Sports still with us. How's everybody doing today? We're good, brother. (laughs) So we're going to kind of get into our rehab round table and Jimmy is a Cowboys fan like me so we're going to kind of beat up each other in there so I'm going to let the Titans fans start off a little bit no y'all go ahead go ahead no you go ahead ahead. I'm going to have less to talk about than y'all probably okay alrighty then I will go ahead and start with mine then Top five favorite Cowboys, since this is my rehab round table, is number one, Deion Sanders. I'll get Jimmy's in a second. Number two, Jason Witten. Number three, the greatest running back of all time. Amos Smith. Number four, Marion Barber. I love Marion Barber. He ran with a reckless abandon. And if you wanted, if you're a cornerback and you came up to just do a little, I'll sh- shove you out of bounds, you were going to get creamed. <laughs> he loved to lower his shoulder. So he was the beast mode before there was a beast mode, in my opinion. Number five, Michael Irvin. Just love his personality at the wide receiver position. Was a diva. He was the first diva there was as a receiver. And I kind of skipped over Dion. Dion's just crazy primetime, whatever. Like, I literally got benched and. and middle school by my dad because I did the primetime dance. Hey, hey can I just say something? No joke. I got a pick six in a black football game because I, I was too small to play tackle and I did the primetime dance in the end zone. Dad benched me. Can I just say something? Hey, Prime, do you still are you still thinking that Kevin Byers is just a fan or what? Oh, my God. Is he just a fan? Do you know who he is yet? I mean, he hadn't won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but neither has uh, Honey Badger who he wanted to put above him, but 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 Dion uh Dion's won a couple Super Bowls. Yes, he has. Okay. You go. I'm still he's still on his top five. I was just being Oh, I'm ass. done. Oh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. You can go through if you want to. I can't remember the quarterback's name. It was the quarterback after Stalin. But uh White? Randy White? Yeah. That's name started with an M. Damn it. I don't know. Um, that's, a, that's way back in the day. Yeah. You're it back. I like, I, go I, back. I, I go back a little bit. Um, at number five, I got Roy Williams. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Couldn't cover a soul, but he fucking hit anybody. Oh, but you, <laughs> his covering was He's more, like Ken Hamlin. was more hitting. Like, you, you're going to catch that. You might catch the ball. But you're going to get completely destroyed. But my problem was they stuck him at free safety, not strong safety. 
Because <laughs> yeah. him and Kenny Hamlin played together, and I'm like, oh god, we're not gonna cover Soul, but we're hit, we're gonna hit everybody. I, I actually watched the uh, Hard Knocks last night in uh-huh. 2002 when the Cowboys did it with Emmett Em- em- Smith, and they drafted Will Williams that year with the with the ninth pick. Cowboys actually had the seventh pick that year, traded back to get more draft picks and the ninth pick, still kept the quarterback in the game. So did you look up who who they traded who they traded? Or they got in the trade? No, just... Oh, yeah, I know he went to Florida. Draft picks. Draft picks. Yeah. Got extra I didn't see who they picked up. No, or how anything like that. They just saw it on hard work. Um, And then at number four, I have Tony Romo. Hey, Chris America, why are you listening? Where did Dion go to school? Uh, <laughs> 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 Instigator. Oh, 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 where did Michael Irvin go to school? Oh, crap, I didn't even think about that. Three of my top five all went to college in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, I got Drew Pearson. Is, oh, is that, is that, the original is that, 88. Is that, yeah. is, is, is Drew Pearson because of on the field, or was it because of how, how hard he slammed Eagle fans at the draft? On the field. He was a beast. He was, he was a beast. He was. He, That's why I call him the I know, original. I, I know. I was he kidding. calls himself the OG. <laughs> he is the OG. Yeah. It's a shame that Des Bryant would have. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> 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 mm. They should just retire. Like, but Michael Irvin. No, it should be held to. What more do you need? Um, yeah. At number two, I have Tony Dorsett. <laughs> I would just put Tony Dorsett because he's the whole reason we went through Super Bowl. Chris no, said, it was not Tony Dorsett. It was okay. When you said what school did he go to, he said Florida was... Secondary University. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's my number one pick. That's Herschel Walker. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who allowed the Dallas Cowboys first player to win, a, to win three Super Bowls, was the first player to have a no-trade clause in his contract and ironically got traded for three first-round picks a second, a fourth, and a fifth. A basically got traded for the Cowboys future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, so he's my favorite. And <laughs> number two, Tony, does anybody know what Tony Dorsett is going to be always remembered for in the record books? Because it's never going to be broken. It'll be tied, but never be broken. Longest run in a game. L- longest run in a game. From the half yard. yard. 99 and a half. Yeah. You can't, you can go further, but I don't think it's going to happen. No. You gotta go like to the quarter yard line. You gotta literally have the ball on the goal line. Right. That's wild. I used to try it all the time, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. But run out of bounds at like the half yard line and try and run it and it never worked. Keep it on rookie mode, put the AI all the way down. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jesus. Um Me being the Titans guy in the room, I'll I'll be different here, but <laughs> Um, number one. I, pr- I think we've actually went through this before, but it's been a while. Um, number one for me, Steve McNair. I love me some Steve McNair, man. God rest his soul. He never should have. He never should have been allowed to leave from Tennessee. Like he, he the the whole Raven stint that he had never should have happened. I'd rather not remember that. <laughs> but uh. Number two, Eddie George, beast man. I'm so glad that when I first started watching them, that I was young enough not to have hatred towards players because of where they went to 
college. Because I would have never liked Eddie George. Because I cannot stand Ohio State. But that guy was, is, and will forever epitomize Titans football. He, he loves the city still. He's always around the players still. Like, he ha- still has a ton, of do- a ton to do with the franchise. Like, hell, when we had our opening, or our ceremony thing for our new jersey reveal, he was the opening speaker for, the, for that whole thing. Eddie George opened that. Like, that, that man will never have a bad word said to him about him by me, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Number three for me was the free, Javon Curse. Shout out, Chris America. There's your gate, another gator for you. Uh, that guy was beast, bro. Like, he's arguably one of my favorite defensive players to ever play the game. That guy was a machine. Um, number four. Who did I have number four? Do you remember? Did you pull it up? I said it. It was easy earlier, but I, I already lost track. Um, oh, Samari Roll. That was it. Samari Roll. That guy. Well, that was probably, until recently, the best player I've seen in the uh, Titans secondary since I started watching him. I loved Samari Roll. That guy could cover anybody. And I loved how every time that he would get a, force a turnover, like get an interception or something, the stadium would always play rolling by Limp Biscuit. Like... The guy was great. I love that guy. And five overall. And this is my Draymond Green type guy. I just love him because he gets. The, he used to annoy the living hell out of everybody he played, and that's Cortland Finnegan. Yeah. I I loved it because yes, he was a good player, but more so he got under people's skin better than anybody in the league at the time, and I loved it loved it. I'll always like those kind of players that get under people's skin because it takes a special type of person to be able to do that to somebody. Like Players that like that get in your head and make you make you be like makes people mad and it makes them make mistakes. But that said, he did kind of get his ass beat by Andre Johnson. So that's gonna be the epitome. That's gonna be the epitome of what people know him by. If you're not a Titans fan, but I love Mason Cortland Finnegan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you not count the whole Houston, Houston Oilers? Anything, era? anything associated with Houston, I don't associate with them. Because for me. For me, it's beyond, and not just the fact that I can't stand Houston in, in general, but it's the fact that when they were in Houston, I was a San Francisco fan. Like, whenever they rebranded and became Tennessee, I jumped on. That's when I was with them. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I can hear you. What's up, man? Jesse James. Oh, am I on the air? Oh, yeah. What's up, Jesse? Oh, cool. How you doing, buddy? 
I'm good. What's up, Jimmy? You out here trying to take my job, pool? Doing good. How was it playing Army for a week? Uh, it's been it's been it's been interesting at, at the very least. But we'll talk about that off the air. But uh, how you guys doing? We're doing good. I kind of got it set up where he can't. One second, everybody. I had yeah. to get my headphones on, Jess. What's up, brother? Uh, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? Good, good. I, I, saw, I saw a little bit of the, the, the live feed on the TV, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks good, man. Sounds good. Yeah, trying some new stuff. I mean, it looked real good till I saw Jimmy in my chair. Like, I was, I was only very happy about that. What's up, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I can hear it from here. <laughs> okay. Good. I was like, who is that dude sitting in my spot? And then I was like, oh, that's Jimmy from What's Up Sports. What's up, dude? What's up, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> that's so catchy, bro, man. It's, uh, I told all my starts I was going to call into my radio show. So. Right, right. Heck yeah. Been, been spreading the good news about 12-ounce sports radio and the rehab sports guys. And as soon as next week comes, I'm going to update my Twitter bio and get all the pertinent, correct information on there. So Damn I right. see y'all guys were doing y'all's top five. Go for it. You have a series, brother. Like all right, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go sport by sport. So I'm going to start with baseball, then go to basketball, then we're, go to football. No, we were just doing football, bro. Oh, just football? So yeah. I got to do five just from the Steelers? Yeah, yeah. just do it. Just do it. We already, we already did that. All right, cool. Let's roll with it. All right, number one, Heinz Ward. Second best receiver in Pittsburgh Steelers history because Antonio Brown's going to break all his records. Yeah. And uh, lo- love Heinz Ward. Love the way he blocked. The NFL would find him. Hey, Jude. I, I got I got people out here yelling about Juju. So we got some Juju fans in the building. But yeah, Heinz Ward, I mean, he, he'd get a flag every single play if he played in the NFL now. But Heinz, <laughs> War, Heinz yeah. Ward planted the flag in y'all's home stadium during the Super Bowl that we lost. So Heinz Ward is my number one. My number two favorite Steeler of all time would have to be, you know what? I'll go Antonio Brown. I love the dances. I love the fact that I don't care what anybody says. He's the best receiver in the NFL. Julio Jones is a close second, but Antonio Brown has has put that argument to rest the last two years, mainly because of Julio's injuries, but call him a possession receiver, but I mean, he, he torches everybody. He does it all. He runs. The, he, he's the best route runner in the NFL. Is there any disagreement with that? Nope. Um, he's got, got great hands. He's the best pass um, catcher in the NFL, too. Yeah, yes, he is. Yes, he is. And that's no disrespect to Julio. I think Julio is great. Um, I didn't like what I saw from Julio with this whole contract thing, but listen, I understand that players get paid at the time they get paid, and then guys break out, and they're like, hey, I'm the best receiver. Why am I not getting that money? Well, when your contract was at that point, people weren't getting that kind of money. So number three, with all of his personal flaws, Ben Roethlisberger, I think he's a little bit of a, he is a little bit of a diva and a prima donna. But the throw that he made to Santonio Holmes, which to me, I know he only threw one touchdown and two picks, but that, that's an MVP throw right there. Um, been to three Super Bowls, put all his personal issues behind him. He seems to have righted his ship from we, – we know what the issues were. Um, he's had issues getting along with coordinators and stuff too, but Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, backyard football, he's the best to ever do that. I said it last year during the during the playoffs. I have never seen a quarterback be a better backyard football player than Big Ben. I mean, and, and the thing about that too is I think he gets criticized because he does that too much, but I mean, I've also seen the guy throw lasers from inside the pocket. 
and coming from a college at Miami of Ohio, he exceeded all my expectations. And I mean, to me, I mean, he's a sure, sure, sure first ballot Hall of Famer in my book. I think the numbers will be there. He's got the two Super Bowls. He's the best quarterback in that draft. Um, am I wrong? Because who was in that draft? It was him, Eli, and Philip Rivers, correct? I think so. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was the best quarterback in that draft. There's no argument for me there. So that's my top three. Number four, I want to go to the defensive side of the ball. Troy Polamalu. There's no argument there. Um, changed the way the safety position was played. Able to cover but also move up and basically become a hybrid linebacker slash safety slash corner if you would say um never talked a whole lot had the great hair and the great commercials but Troy Polamalu is everything a Steeler embodies um and you know what I'm gonna go out on a limb here and and I'm, mind you guys I'm only covering people that I've seen oh no 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 Juju, Juju got bumped Jerome Bettis Jerome Bettis is number five um, <laughs> I was wondering when he was going to come into play. I mean, well, I mean, none of these aren't in order. Jerome would actually probably be two behind Heinz Ward. Um, Heinz, yeah, Heinz Ward. Listen, Jerome Bettis, I mean, he's the bus. Great Hall of Fame speech. Won a Super Bowl in his hometown because Ben begged him to come back. Jerome fumbles. Ben Roethlisberger saves the season with the tackle. I know he was originally came up with the Rams. He was written off, and he came in and just embodied the the steel city so for me you can't really tell me much about jerome bettis his suit game is second only to mike anderson so that that was for david but yeah so i've got heinz ward jerome bettis antonio brown troy palomalu and ben roethlisberger yeah that that would be my top five and there's and there's some people i left off the list like I, i love joey porter and i love james harrison but you can't you can't go play for the Patriots, bro. That's it's not that's not acceptable. That, that's a and not only not only that, James Harrison played for the Bengals too. Like, and you we know how I feel about the Bengals. Yeah, we do. Yeah, kind of the same way I feel about the Jaguars. Yeah, except that don't disparage the whole city of Cincinnati, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Yeah, because I thought y'all were going to go across all sports. I, I, no, I read we, the, just, uh, we just went football since it's rehab round table. <laughs> Don't you know okay. Football season. It is football yeah, yeah. season. Yeah, the Hogs play in like 11 days or something like that, right? Yep, 11 days today. So it's going to be next, next, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Yes, yes, not this coming up Saturday, but a week from this Saturday, the Razorbacks will play whatever team five. from Illinois they're playing. Eastern. Eastern. Eastern Illinois, right, right. Yeah. Um, and so I haven't been able to see much of that offense yet just because I've been kind of busy. But uh, switching back over to the NFL, like y'all been watching any of that fake football that they call preseason? Yeah, I don't pay it no I, mind. I only, I, I only watch it for the simple fact I need something to watch. I literally watched every game at least five times from the preseason week one by now. Mainly like oh, really? Sam Darnold and the rookie quarterback. But I've I've watched a good amount of it. I showed David while we were off the air earlier. But Sam Darn no, and it was uh, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen put out a, a picture of him talking to his coach, and then the caption underneath was the coach says, "What do you what were you thinking? You almost threw a pick six. And then Rosen says, "Well, the Chargers uniforms are the same color as UCLA. I kind of forgot it's a 
for a quick second. It's like, bro, you could have at least put a dog on there if you're gonna be a brown. I mean, come on. What? Like you could have. Are you even listening, bro? <laughs> I was talking about. I thought you said something about Baker. For some so reason. I got tripped. Then there's Baker. They. He had a underwear commercial and where they just showed the strip of the underwear, but he was standing next to a car and next to a Bengal tiger, and he plays for the Browns. Yeah. Who did that, Baker Mayfield? Yes. He wasn't hanging out with Mike Tyson, was he? <laughs> but it was that, the tiger from the, the from hangover. hangover. Yeah, yeah, that was Mike Tyson's actual tiger that he actually owned. That's wild. That is the greatest oh. I'm pretty sure that's true. Hey, if at Mike Tyson wants to retweet and confirm that, I don't think Mike Tyson listens to our show, but if he does, <laughs> yeah. I want to know if that's actually your tiger, but I think it is. Hey, yo, like we were just saying before we went on air today, well, we don't have any, we don't, we haven't had any uh, storylines or any, anything crazy happen in the day. Boom, boom, there it is. It's like, well, son, what? Yeah. Yep, yep. Mike Tyson once bought a tiger mm-hmm. and, 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 and knocked out Zach Galifianakis. What about, uh, we were doing our top 10 for college. I don't know if you paid enough attention to it or not. I know you said something about you felt like Penn State was too low. Do you have any just offhand, offhand a top 10? Okay, so my top 10 would probably be Alabama just because they're the defending national championship and they have two good quarterbacks. Um, I have no problems with Clemson at number two. Um... Number three, uh, who does who, who does the poll have at number three? They had Wisconsin at three. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah, I would I would say Alabama one, Clemson two. My number three, I'll leave Wisconsin there just because of the Urban Meyer situation. I think they're clearly the second best team in the big. Georgia at three? Yes. Okay, I'm going to keep Georgia at three. I'm going to go – I'll leave Wisconsin at four. I'll put Miami at five. I think Rick is going to do even better this next year. So I have Miami at five. I'm going to put Auburn at six. I'm going to put Penn State at seven. Washington at eight. Gosh, I got two more teams I got to throw in there. Ohio State at nine and Oklahoma and Oklahoma at ten. Mm, okay. Now, hold on. I'm, I'm going to revise that. So, number one, Alabama. Clemson, number two. Georgia, number three. I'm going to go on a limb here and put Oklahoma, number four. <laughs> Wisconsin, number five. Penn State, number six. Washington, number seven. Ohio State, number eight. Um... Did I leave Georgia out again? So. I think maybe. All right. All right. All right. So number one, Alabama. Number two, Clemson. To be fair, we are asking you to do this on the fly. So Right. So I go Alabama one, Clemson two, Georgia three, Oklahoma four, Penn State five, Auburn six, Washington seven, Wisconsin 8, Ohio State 9, and Miami 10. Yeah, that, that's my top 10. I just don't – sorry, go ahead. Oh, and this is me. Like, the reason I'm I'm not ready to put Washington high, I know they have a uh, – I just don't see Wisconsin being as good as what they have them have them ranked. I don't see the – I don't see the love for them for any reason, like – 
they play a really easy Talking about Washington? No, I'm talking about Wisconsin. Like, I don't get why they're up so high. No, it's Big Ten Legends and... Leaders. Legends and... They're the other one. They're, they're, they're not in Ohio State's division, right? Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State. Iowa, yeah, they're in what you would call the newer... Newer and lesser Big Ten. Okay. They're with the Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska. the Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to play Nebraska though. Not this year, but I think Nebraska is going to be a, a tough, tough out. Here's my here's my shot in the dark. Here's my shot in the dark. I think Nebraska could be a surprise contender in the Big Ten this year. I, it That's would shock me. To, like coming from a Big Twelve guy, Nebraska is just one of those teams that like they'll be doing nothing and then just out of nowhere they'll be like. Keep in mind who they have as their coach now. Well, Scott Frost, yeah, that's why I think yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah, do well. That's, right. yeah. that's, that's why right. I said that. Is yeah. Well, they got a new coach, and I, I expect I expect this for all schools with having a new coach. It'll take a year or two to get their people in. Yeah. And to get their get the right amount. Like year three is really the time I judge a new coach, not year one. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I think Texas will be better next year, but not this year, just because Harmon's got to get his guys in there. Texas and... will be just fine this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go out on a limb and say A&M only wins seven games this year. Hey, we consider six Whoa. and six just fine. Yes, that is my hot take. A&M will win seven games this year, and they will be calling for they will be they, they will be calling for Jimbo Fisher's head because A&M fans are unrealistic and think they're national title contenders. Now, I think Jimbo will eventually do yeah. well but you got to think i mean he's got to he's got to clean up someone's mess i mean he didn't he didn't go to florida state and win a national championship the first year if i'm not mistaken yeah uh, hey, we were, took we were three years yeah to do but what we were talking about yesterday is at arkansas which is, is kind of back to our other show we have an arkansas show Monday, wednesday fridays is the fact that as a knowing our fan base i don't want uh, Arkansas to win like seven, eight, nine games this year. I don't want it to happen. Not saying I think it'll happen. I'm saying I don't want it to happen because then you end up with the craziness that they that uh, A&M had under Sumlin because they they messed around and won eight games their first year. Well, then now A&M's got this thing in their head that oh we're supposed to win nine, ten games every year. That, well, if you go back to when they were in the Big Twelve, they weren't doing crap. They weren't doing until. I, I told you this on Twitter the other day, actually. You know, once, you know, Texas was literally getting all the recruits they wanted. Yeah. In the state of Texas. Didn't even have to try. No. And then as soon as A&M went to the SEC. Johnny Menzel. Johnny Menzel. Well, we also, like I told, said earlier, you know, we said Johnny Menzel should have been safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hashtag Mac Brown. <laughs> um, but... Once, once A&M was the SEC, it was like, oh, we can go to play, like, Alabama. We can go play Arkansas. We can go play Auburn. They're like, we're not going to go to Texas and just play Oklahoma every year. Yeah. We're going to go to the SEC and play top competition. And be on TV. And, get, and, get, and get the SEC Network, ESPN, TV deal, exposure also. And that money. Well, Texas also has the Longhorn Network, which no one else in the country gets except for the state of Texas. And actually, I really get it. Arkansas gets it. I don't get it. I do. I don't watch it. I don't. I'm just saying I have it. I, I might be over here week one. Yep. So oh, know. Lord. <laughs> Man, everybody come hey to my house. 
Hey guys, it's been great, but I'm in a Humvee and I can barely hear you guys. I just wanted to call in and check in. Y'all continue to have a great show, but I'm going to let you guys go. All right. All, all right, right, brother. Be careful, be brother. Hey, y'all hey, take care. Yeah, Hashtag 12 ounce. I'll talk to y'all later. Yeah, man. Yeah, we are live on 12 ounce TV as well. If you want to go over to the tw 12 ounce Twitter page or 12 ounce uh, YouTube page or Facebook, whatever you want to watch us on, you can watch us. We might be ugly, but we know what we're talking about sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes being the keyword. That's, that's why I dressed up today, because I saw y'all's live feed yesterday. I was like, I don't know if they're going to go live or not, so I'm just going to err on the side of caution and dress. Man, you ain't got to dress up. We're over here wearing a t-shirt well, and basketball shorts. I, like, I have a rule. You dress good, you feel good, you talk good. Oh, so, yeah. I suppose you're right. So, we got into a discussion earlier. This is crazy, but you know what? I'll get into that one. Y'all stay tuned. We're going to break real quick. Live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brought to you by Rally House, your city, your style, show your colors. Hey guys, it's Ian here from Rehab Sports Guys. You can now book tea times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page in there. There you'll see a banner that says book like a pro click the banner enter your course or enter a zip code then select a tea time of your choice you'll get 50 percent off each time you book through 12 on sports radio so book your next round at 12 on sports radio.com one two oz sports radio.com hey who likes to go to concerts who likes to go to games i know i do and now you can buy event tickets on 12 on sports radio.com just go up to the menu page and look for the event tickets tab and sign up today and you can search by your zip code or we use your geolocation you get twenty dollars off your first purchase only on 12 onsportsradio.com <sighs> 12 ounce sports radio quench your sports thirst hey way here on 12 ounce sports radio listening to rehab sports guys Make sure you check out Scout Team Radio Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you look on the calendar for August 27th when Loud Sports America will be coming to 12-Ounce Sports Radio daily. That is from the Scout Team Radio. Live on 12OunceSportsRadio.com and 12OZSportsRadio.com. Let's We're back live on 12-Ounce Sports Radio. I am sorry about that. I was busy talking to Jimmy about something and we just went, forgot. So... We're back. What's, What's up, guys? What's up? What's up, man? So before break, I said something about... <laughs> not trying to steal anything. It's just a phrase that y'all decided to name a show. Yeah. Not my fault that it's catchy. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, before the break, I said something about what me and Dave talked about off air. And what we got to talking about is about coaches and what happens when you're w- waiting for a coach to either retire, quit, get fired, whatever. And we brought up Texas and Florida State. Yes. Because remember when Texas was trying to get Mac out and bring in yes. Muschamp? Oh, I very well so, remember this. <laughs> that turned out. That turned out great, didn't it? Oh, well, you know, we went on to Charlie Strong. But uh, going back with Mac Brown, I loved Mac Brown. Loved him. But even I, like, at the end of Mac Brown, was like, all right, Mac. It's time for you to go. You know, recruiting is very different in the state of Texas nowadays. You know, it, it, it became kind of disappointing, right? It really has. It, it's 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 a it's a level of continuancy you have to have to be able to stay at the top. You have to be able to adapt to survive. There's a cycle, generally, except you're you're Alabama. There's yes. a cycle in college football. If you're Alabama, then you get away with doing whatever you want to do every single the, the, year. The cycle doesn't apply to you. You know where you're good for a few years and then recruits start going another direction and then you're not as good. Texas, I thought we would hit that with Charlie Strong at some point, where we were we were actually recruiting very well. Yep. But that's the only see with Arkansas. That's the one thing that I worry about with Chad. I love it. I love the hire, and he's recruiting his ass off. But that's just the thing. We saw that with Charlie. He was recruiting his ass off, but he couldn't couldn't win with. I That's loved, the thing. I loved the hire of that Arkansas made with Jim Morris. But this is where I kind of want Arkansas fans, and I don't mean you. I don't. I'm not talking about. I'm not. Yes. I'm not trying to generalize here. But I see a lot of Arkansas fans talking about how they nailed this verbal commitment. They nailed that verbal commitment. And in my mind, I'm going, look. I've seen verbal commitments come and go mm-hmm. so many times that it doesn't matter until signing. Uh, you know, until they sign. But it's kind of. For Arkansas fans, at least, it's one of those things where we're not used to having the attention of these big four stars and you know these big these big time recruits that'll be game changers for the for the program. Like we're not used to that. Like we haven't had that kind of thing happen for us since Bobby Petrino was there. Right. So it's kind of a one of those things where it's just you're basing it off of excitement because of where it is now as compared to what we've had to deal with for the last four four to six years since Petrino's been gone. Uh, we, I mean, we had the John L. Smith year. Basically, was a wasted year because we didn't get anything done. Like, it was a terrible season, terrible coaching hire, ter- didn't recruit at all. Basically, wasted a year and put us another year behind. Then you had Bielema. We all know how that turned out. Yeah, and I mean, was, I mean, he's doing things. Considering, he, he, he's he's with the Patriots now. It's just crazy to me to think about that. How much, how good a job he's done in less than a year's time, and before even coaching a game. Oh, but absolutely. that's but I'm getting away from it. I'm getting away from the point yeah, of this. Uh, you want? Let's get into Ohio State. Yes. Real quick. Um, 
Um, he needs to be fired. Ooh, are you talking about Urban Meyer? Urban needs to be fired. F-I-E-R-E-D. Well, fired. I agree with you to a degree. I believe that if, let's say, let's throw the t- new Tennessee coach out there, for example. Okay. Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy Pruitt. Um, who was a bad hiring? I don't think he was. He was on my outlier if we did if at Arkansas. He was like not my one of my top guys I wanted, but if we would have hired him, I'd have been fine with it. Right, but let, let's just say that he had done the same thing. Tennessee like, fans. First year, had, first Ten- year head coach. Let, let, let me put it out there. Tennessee fans are insane. They basically ran Shiano off just because they didn't want him. Right. Well, because he was tied to the Penn State. Ordeal, like still, they ran him off. Like they ran, they literally pitchforks and torches. Like they ran him out of town. I know. I've heard a couple Tennessee fans thought that really wanted him. Yeah. That, but there was like that mass that just did it. Volunteer fans are freaking crazy. Oh, they, they are. I call them the Cleveland Browns. Of the SEC, and what I mean by that is, you look who runs the Cleveland Browns. The, yep. the owner of the Cleveland Browns is the biggest booster for Tennessee football. He essentially runs Tennessee football. That's true. That man literally knows nothing about football. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm absolutely willing to say that. Besides, like I, I, I think Baker Mayfield's gonna be fine. Uh, I don't. Wilson, I think he's Johnny Manziel 2.0. I, you look at dude. He's true. Breed. No, he's not. Oh, he is so no, he's not. No, I you, go you look at the throwing motion. You look how he works in and out of the pocket. It's where's he playing again? He's playing in Cleveland. And who was the last good quarterback in Cleveland? Look, I I I, I don't know Cleveland. Uh, Jeff, do you know? <laughs> yeah. long, a long, long, an- long answer. It's been a very, very, very long. They haven't time. been in the playoff in like 16 years. Yeah. Yes, but I'm, look, you look, you put Baker Mayfield's winning mentality. Who you put Jarvis Landry, who desperately wants to win. You put and you put Todd Haley and Greg Williams in there. But I will say. Baker Mayfield has the best Cleveland Brown team behind him they've had in that decade. Well, this is they true. have the most talent. Okay, I'll give you that. There's, one. A, di- there's a difference, you know. I think they could have potential to be a playoff team, but I do not. We're think about it's to find be out if no way. We're about Zero. to find out if he's a good coach or if he's just an offensive coordinator. Who Hugh Jackson? Yeah. Well, I, I, He's I neither. See, you see a lot of head coaches. Like, you see Sean McVay. Well, I mean, you saw what Cincinnati did after he left. I mean, you see Sean McVay. You see um, Jason Garrett. You know, both guys really big into offense. You know, they, you see them working with the offense. So, like, you don't really – I don't really get that from Hugh Jackson. I think he is just kind of there just kind of, like, regulate roles. And nothing's wrong with that. But you see – you don't see him really working particularly with the offense like you, a normal head coach. Yeah. Really I can say one thing that's wrong with the way Hugh Jackson does. He's only won one game. He's one <laughs> and one and thirty six <laughs> or one and thirty something. Right? One and thirty one. One and thirty one. Crazy. Which went, I, one and fifteen his first year, the then went over sixteen. But like, I think he's just so likable. I think 
that, like, we don't really, like, go, oh, Hugh Jackson's a bad coach. You know, like, I think we just kind of blame it on the Browns organization because we're like, oh, he coaches for the Browns, you know? But I will say, Cleveland Browns fans are the most loyal people out there. I will give them that. Like, you see, like, Red, like, I think the Redskins are the worst run franchise in the history of How you think about that, loud beard? <laughs> and, I mean, it, it's kind of a fact, isn't it? Like, you, you see the players that come and go from Washington, that, you know, they, they, they didn't even draft. Like, what? They, they got RG3. Great pick. And then Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris, great pick. And then they just kind of just randomly fall off. Like, and then you look, always look at, like, the bottom of the NFC East. And you try to wait Kirk Cousins. And there's one consistent. <laughs> and you generally see the Redskins with three or four. Only the Redskins would think you, picking up Alex Smith would be an upgrade. Like, literally, only the Redskins would do that. Uh, which, which Loudbeer says is going to be a top five fantasy quarterback. No, he's not. No, That's no, he's not. Fantasy, like... If Reed can't stay healthy, Alex Jordan Reed. Jordan if Reed and what receivers? Healthy. Yeah, if Jordan Reed got hurt, gets hurt like he did last year. Uh, yeah. Is it? Did I make a mistake or did Deshaun Jackson come back or? No, I'm glad he's exactly he, my I'm point. Glad he's and, who, and who is Deshaun their top Jackson. receiver? Deshaun Jackson. He is in Tampa. Tampa. That's why I'm saying I'm making a joke. Like, You're right. I, I, was, I was like, they have no offense. But, uh, they have nothing at all, really. Going back to the Browns, Toronto Taylor is still an upgrade from Cody Kessel. There you go. You know, it, that, that division is going to be fun, though. Uh, it's not going to be as – it's not going to be like the East. It's going to – North is going to be competitive. I mean, the, the AFC least. Um <laughs> but uh, I definitely like. I'm glad Jesse isn't here for me to hear what I'm about to say. I know what you're about to say, and you're wrong. The Steelers are going to implode this year. No, they're not. There's too many distractions going on. I've never been sold on Mike Tomlin. Uh, Roethlisberger's thinking more and more about retirement. I think his head. Once you start thinking about retirement, it's there. You got. I don't think Le'Veon Bell. Unless your name is Brett Favre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's an outlier to every stat. <laughs> um, Le'Veon is... He's going to be a top five running back, but he's not going to be Le'Veon like we've seen in the past. Um, uh, Antonio is going to be that one... I don't see any way they lose that division as long as they have the best running it's back. It's not what the, the Steelers will do, but it's what everybody team. else won't do. Hmm. I think I don't see any way with the best running back, the best receiver, and a efficient defense that they can lose the they division. They gave up forty points to Jacksonville in the AFC divisional game. That all they gave up forty points to Jacksonville Jaguars, who were averaging like what, it's 40, just one of those twenty-one points. That's a game. just one of those weird cases where a team really just has a team's number. Yeah, I mean it happens like that sometimes. It's like. It's like in the. Uh, I mean, it's like when the Tennessee Titans only beat the Browns by three last year. Yeah. yeah they went into we overtime. Beat, then we beat Jacksonville two times. I mean, yeah. Well, the Browns couldn't finish games last year. No. We but beat them two times, and damn it, if we hadn't gotten, if we'd have gotten a chance to play them a third time, we'd have made the damn dumb AFC championship game because we'd have beat their ass again. It wouldn't have mattered because you would have got the ass kicking. 
I don't at least at least we would have been there. Okay. You want a trophy? Yes, I do. Is it alright with you if I want one? Shit. <laughs> Jacksonville didn't play Deshaun Jackson. They didn't play Andrew Luck last year. It's gonna be a tough it's gonna be a lot tougher for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they don't have a receiving core. They don't have a they, Yeah, they lost their receiving core. That actually made Blake, Blake Bortles look like a I think he's can can sorry to just the breaking news. The Nationals are freaking. The Washington Nationals are fire sailing. They what just happened? What happened? spit it out. Fire sailing. Uh, Daniel Murphy to the Cubs. They just traded Matt Adams to the Cardinals and Bryce Harper got put on waivers. Harp's gone. Eventually, somewhere, he's probably yeah. going to get picked up and you know, traded for. I was shocked when they came out. They have like, to. What, a week left? There's absolutely the zero chance that he's coming back to D.C. anyway. No, there was zero chance. Why they didn't trade him at the deadline when they could have really got something is insane to me. Yeah, when, he's going to Chicago. Calling right now. He's going to Chicago. That's what I wanted to think, brother. I just thought about something. What if... What did we just hear about with, uh, with New York? Uh. Aaron Judge might not make the playoffs. What if freaking Bryce Harper goes to the damn Yankees? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, he'll, he'll man! He'll sign with the Yankees. Like I don't, I don't see it. I think he signs with the Cubs, honestly. I think he signs too over the high. That's school. his. Please. That's his childhood home. They're not his his buddy, childhood buddy Chris Bryant. They, they grew up playing baseball together. Did okay. you know? That's no, yeah, that's right. He's did you know, Jimmy, that Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant, Joey Gallo, all from Vegas area, all played on the baseball team together? Shit. I remember you saying that on that show that me and Jesse did. Yep. Yep. Remember that. That. Yeah. Now, now if I'll say this, if Bryce Harper and Chris Bryant are on the same team, Texas, please get, please do the right thing and trade Joey Gallo to the Cubs. Please do it. We, baseball <laughs> needs to see those three together. Like that would be amazing, amazing. And and I selfishly just want Joey Gallo to be gone because I'm tired of watching him strike he out 150,000 times a game. Like I, I also love Delano Shields. Like his defensive play. Whenever he's when got his, his head in the game. Play, good. But it, he reminds me of being me. This, <laughs> I'm joking. Um, this has gone away. That's what happens when you have breaking news. Things just get off. Oh. Sorry to completely but, break from the NFL, but that that that's big time news. But you can go back to go back to the NFL. Okay, can we talk uh, helmet rule real quick? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I agree with your point earlier. Of, you know, they're going to push it hard in the preseason. Yeah. And then they're go- just to self tell the players, hey, this is what we're looking at. Because you got to remember, this is a new rule for the refs, too. Yeah. You know, they're still learning how to call it. And it'll take some time. Refs aren't perfect. I, breaking news out there. Refs aren't perfect. They're Break, going to learn. Breaking news. This rule is god awful. Like, this I, thing. It's it, like the guy it, on Clutch Talks. So Clutch Sports. The it's the guy that like the cl- what was it clutch whatever radio clutch talk sports said that it does. yesterday morning that that you know doing this rule not only is bad but it, 
with the way that players have to adjust on the fly when in a snap of a finger to, to not get penalized for offensively or defensively, that's going to lead guys to getting hurt even worse because you're, you're having to think about it before you make contact with somebody. Like, I can't hit a guy this certain way or else I'm going to get a penalty for it, which puts you at harm even more so because you're trying to avoid a penalty. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just a bad look all around. It's a terrible rule. It's a terrible penalty rule. It's a terrible thing. It needs to be revised and done away with. There are a few times I agree with Richard Sherman, but this is what he... Me too. He said, um, To all people, including those who made the rule, I want a video of you running full speed and being led by anything but your head while also attempting to bring down a moving target. You will soon realize it's impossible. But I will say, I like the idea of trying to get people to look up because there's a lot of times you see where a defensive player will just duck his head, put his hands behind his back. They've got to cut. They've got to cut that out of the game. Yes. Where you dive forward, throw your head down, hit to dislodge ball. Yeah, you got to cut that out. But like when you come up, head up, dude lowers his head and y'all running just okay. We're gonna leave that alone. But like the dis, literally using your helmet as a weapon on purpose, kind of like you've seen perfect over the years at times comes in he might comes in with hands but his head goes straight down right like i was i don't know about everybody else but when i was taught to tackle i was taught face up helmet in the chest plate which you're not always going to get in the chest plate but as long as your face is up and you're seeing what you're hitting you're probably not going to get hurt there's a reason we start with flags when we first start playing football yeah it's so that we can see what we're grabbing yeah we can see what we're touching that's how we start with that people or else we would just get a two touch you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, um, flag football is what, like what they said. Flag football is what it's going to turn into at, this, at the rate they're going right now. Uh, well, I think we should start doing is I don't know how much rugby y'all watch. Nine. I don't watch a ton of it. But Zero. The <laughs> rugby form of tackling teaches more of the safe part of that because you don't see a lot of rugby players get concussions. Yeah. Now, whether that's because they don't have a helmet or what I think there's other factors that go into it. Players are like, oh, I have a helmet. I'm not going to get hurt. Right. That's the problem. Yes. They have a, they have a weapon on their yes. on their head. That's what I'm I like the idea of trying to correct tackling, but I don't like this rule. Yes. Because they don't even know how to enforce it. And honestly like the first couple weeks, I know we, I don't know how much y'all talk Vegas odds. Um, but take the over as much as you can as many games on the penalties. On the penalties. Oh, well, yeah. no, not even penalties, just scoring wise. Because it's going to, A, it's going to take Vegas some time to adapt. And there's going to be more scoring because there's going to be more penalties yeah. in the first few weeks. So that's going to Because the clock's going to stop. Yeah, all those yeah. things. So take the overs. <laughs> I look at the I look at that in college more than I do pro. Because pro, it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Anything can happen. But like, ain't, like Alabama isn't going to be a three touchdown favorite against Arkansas or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's always those like. Like, when, 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 like, I always use this example of, you know, you can't always, I always trust Vegas to an extent. Yeah. Now, if you were to, like, quote, just, Ar- if you were Arkansas, Texas, you know, we, I think we pretty balanced games, right? Right but now, if yes. we, if, uh, if we were to see, like, a 14, 21 point spread to either team, we'd be like, what's that? Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's Vegas trying to tell you something of, Something's gonna happen. Take the points. 
know, or give the point, whatever. Give the point, yeah. I remember when Appalachian State beat Michigan that one year in the big house. That was beautiful. I wish I would have been smart enough to take the point for Appalachian State because I would be a rich, rich man. Oh, yeah. No, I, I should have made the bets on the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl last year because I had the Eagles pick. I just didn't ever put in the bet. I called it. I, as a Cowboys fan, it, it, I hated that Super Bowl. I hated it too, but like I love, I, I was just glad the Patriots didn't have the Cowboys. Yeah, we, yeah, we talk about sports at a national Two good aspect. things happened from that. For me. No. Three. No, <laughs> more than that. Three good things happened. One, the Patriots didn't win the damn Super Bowl. Two, the Eagles won it for the first time. Three, he gets to stick it to Cowboy fans because for the simple fact I know that it aggravates the living daylights. Yeah, but I can also say that NFC East is the best division of football because every single team. The AFC East. The AFC East is not the best division of football. The NFC East is like the That's NFC what I'm East. saying. Did he say the AFC East? No, he East? said the NFC East. Oh, I was about to say the AFC East is a joke. As far as the history aspect, yes, I agree. Yeah. At right now, no, it's the, it's either the NFC, I think it's the NFC West. You know, I have to see what's going to happen with the Seahawks and what's going to happen with the Cardinals this year. Because Josh Rosen, like, I've watched him, I've broken him down, but I haven't seen enough of him. Nothing. Nothing. I, I can tell you what's going to happen with the Seahawks. I can tell you what's going to happen with the Seahawks. Nothing. That's going to be a good one. Who? NFC North. That's Minnesota yeah, and Green Bay. Minnesota, and Green Bay, Detroit. That's going to be a tough division. Dep- I don't know about Chicago, but I'm talking about the top three. Yeah. They all could be. Well, they all could win. You're going to have good quarterback play. Good defenses. Yeah. Well, Mitchell Trubisky. I'm talking about the top three. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not talking about I said top three. <laughs> I think the Bears could Cousins. surprise. Maybe. Yes, maybe. Kirk Cousins, they have a good running back. I do. I will give you that. Yeah. They're going to have a good running game. Uh, You got Kirk Cousins. You got uh, Aaron Rodgers, the GOAT, right now. Yeah, he's the best right now. Best talent quarterback we have right now. I'm not going to say stats. I mean, you can pull up stats. Tom Brady has more circle, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. watching the eye test. I like to say he's better than Tom Brady. To I, I, I'm sure you remember that great throw he made in the NFC Divisional Round. <laughs> I don't mean to bring it up. I'm sorry, but when I saw that pass, like all year, I'd been either getting mad at the Cowboys. Like I, that was probably my most hyped year as a Cowboys fan. Yeah, because we went 13 and three, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, we're back. But I want to be like, y'all, calm down. This is only yeah. year one of our rebuild. Right. Chill out. And I remember watching that pass sitting on the couch like wanting to get mad but I was like going you know that was the best pass so I've ever seen ever no nope, like, in that game are you talking about the game where we scored with like a minute and 20 something left maybe did we yeah we kind of played yeah we played catch up that game we were getting beat the yeah. entire first half and then God, we're getting I was at work and we're getting a buzz kick I just turned my phone off I was like I don't even care yeah then Came back. Dak. It's kind of how I felt when we played the Patriots last year. Except y'all didn't come back. We I'm, saying, back. I'm just saying, the last part was getting our ass kicked. Oh, right yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. yeah, it was 21 nothing. It was like, this isn't even a game. Although, although, mine was last year at, at another rate because we were getting our tails kicked by the Chiefs. I remember and that. And then we came that. all the way back. That was, was a yeah. great game. That was a great game. 
I thought I, I just looked. I was like, really? We're gonna wait this long to get to the playoffs? You're talking about the game. But we're going back to Taron Rodgers. You're talking about the game where they had toe touch on the sideline. Yes, that was the greatest pass I think I've. I, I literally sat back and go, "There's no other quarterback in the NFL that can make that pass." Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't believe that. But, uh, it's been a, uh, it's been great with you guys. Yeah, we're going to take, and he's going to leave. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. Thank you, sir. Live on 12 Ounce Sports TV and 12 Ounce Sports Radio. This is the Rehab Sports Guys. Interviews, special guests, and the recap of the week's news and headlines and box scores and results. It's Beck's Work Week in Review live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brought to you by Rally House, your city, your style, show your color. Hey guys, it's Ian here from Rehab Sports Guys. You can now book tea times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page in there. There you'll see a banner that says, book like a pro. Click the banner, enter your course, or enter a zip code. Then select a tea time of your choice. You'll get 50% off each time you book through 12 on Sports Radio. So book your next round at 12 on Sports Radio.com. 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio.com Hey, who likes to go to concerts? Who likes to go to games? I know I do. And now you can buy event tickets on 12 on Sports Radio.com. Just go up to the menu page and look for the event tickets tab and sign up today. And you can search by your zip code or we use your geolocation. You get $20 off your first purchase only on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Oh. <sighs> 12-Ounce Sports Radio. Quench your sports thirst. Hey, wait. Here on 12-Ounce Sports Radio, listen to Rehab Sports Guys. Make sure you check out Scout Team Radio Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you look on the calendar for August 27th when Loud Sports America will be coming to 12-Ounce Sports Radio daily. That is from the Scout Team Radio. Live on 12OunceSportsRadio.com and 12OZSportsRadio.com. Let's get it. And we are live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. This is you are listening to the Rehab Sports Guys. This is Ian. I got David with me sitting on the couch playing his phone. <laughs> and looking then, up it, looking up week one for college football. But uh, Jesse doing the arm thing. He will be back next week, hopefully on all five shows, but at least on the Rehab Sports Guys. When I say all five shows, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we've got our Talking Hogs Live uh, that me and David do. And Jesse will do some guest appearances from time to time. He is a Hog fan, too, but he doesn't like to talk about it as much, which is for annoying. But <laughs> you got the, we're kind of trying to pull up the good games coming into week one of the college football season. I've got all the games pulled up, but I'll look and see the good ones. Um... We aren't going to talk in depth about everything. We can probably just do our just say whoever is going to win, whatever. Yeah, just go ahead. Read it out. Okay. Saturday, August 25th. 
uh, got Duquesne at UMass. UMass. Don't care. Uh, Preview A and M and Rice. Rice. Can we say games that people care nationally about? That's what I'm saying, but I'm just saying. Is there any good games? Like I said, good games. There's there's one of our our week two opponent, Hawaii, Colorado State. Okay. Uh, Arkansas fans will probably want to watch that. Yeah, that and that one's gonna be on CBS Sports Network, I think. At six thirty is what it said. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with Colorado State there. Wyoming and New Mexico State. I'll go Wyoming there. First one. Here's here's Chris America and them. Uh, UCF at UConn. Uh, hmm. Only right that they start off the season right with an L. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. But okay. Continue. And this was August 30th. Damn, poor New Mexico State's already getting... Getting screwed in the in the early part of the season, they got to play two games in five days. Uh, New Mexico State at Minnesota on the thirtieth. Um, I guess it's Central Connecticut, Ball State don't care. Kennesaw State and Georgia State don't care. Southeast Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe don't care. Northwestern Purdue that could be a good game. Possibly. Is there any like big big national games? Not on, not on that Thursday. Uh, Wake Forest, Tulane, somebody I don't even know against UAB, <laughs> Missouri State, Oklahoma State. That might be decent. Weber State, Utah, Northwestern State, A and M. Some other team is saying, nope, San Jose State. It, you know, it's the early part of the schedule is what is you're just gonna get your cake yeah. games. I mean, most of the time there's no big kickoff special or nothing like that. Well, we got Duke or we got Louisville and Alabama. Okay, that's what I wanted to get into. Louisville versus Alabama. Do we think that Petrino has a shot in the world of beating Nick Saban? Absolutely not. Exactly. But here, I think I got my first upset special though. Yeah. On that Friday, the thirty first. Okay. And that's Wisconsin at Western. Or they're playing Western Kentucky. Yeah, that's good. That's his. Uh, I don't know, face. I don't know, man, because Western Kentucky always has those sneaky good guys that are down there just putting up hella stats. Yeah. That nobody pays attention to. Yeah. But that's that Friday. The only other ones with the ranked team that day, it's like Michigan State and. And uh, Utah State and Stanford and San Diego State. Uh, that Saturday, the first Saturday, Saturday games. We'll go with Ooh, that. Oh, yeah. Chris America said Notre Dame versus Michigan. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good game. The Saturday games starting to kick off. Uh, kick off. O- Ohio State and Oregon State. Oklahoma and Florida Atlantic. Who and who state? Oregon State at Ohio State. Well, and, I hope they will win that, but yeah, don't sleep. Yeah, don't go, don't go night night. Yeah, I got you. Um, here's another sneaky, sneaky. Florida Atlantic at Oklahoma. That would Ooh. be Florida Atlantic as of the Fighting Lane Kiffins. Yeah. Do not sleep on that team. Uh, that'll be a shootout. Southern against TCU at TCU. That, that'll be a smoke show. Uh, Texas versus Maryland. We know what happened last year. Um, 
That's ugly. That's Texas versus Maryland. It looks like, I guess it's not at Maryland. That's weird. Does they got tech? That's weird the way they got that. Kent State, Illinois, Texas State, Rutgers. Huh. Guess what? Coastal Carolina opening up the season with another SEC team. This time it's South Carolina. Let's see South if Carolina, they do what watch they out. did. Watch out, South Carolina. Let's see if they do what we did last year. Nah, I don't think so. I don't see that. <laughs> Ooh, sneaky good game. Ole Miss and Texas at Texas Tech. Uh. 50 to 40 is going to be the no, final. No, Ole Miss versus Texas Tech. My fault. Yeah, uh, the final in that game is going to be like 45 to 42. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least. Take it, the over. Yes, take the points in that game. For take the over because they neither team playing any kind of defense. James Madison at North Carolina State. Nova versus at Temple. Houston at Rice. Furman at Clemson. Oh, God, poor Furman. Oh, Lord. Yeah, the Stars uh, will be benched by halftime. Yeah. yeah it may be, may be by the end of the first quarter. Alcorn State against Georgia Tech. UMass at Boston College. Stony Brook at Air Force. Howard at Ohio. Austin P at Georgia. Oh, God. Poor Austin P. Here's another good, best game of the night. Washington versus Auburn. That's the one I was waiting for. I think that'll be a great game. I do, Who too. Who did they play in the bowl game last year, Washington? It was in... Remember. It was the... Tostitos Bowl, or whatever. Did they play... Oh, I can't even remember. I cannot remember who they played either. But it was a good game. It was a great game. I think Washington's going to be really good this year. Will they be a top five team? I don't know. I'm I think they'll, they'll hang good. around close to around in the top ten or around the as top ten. As far as week one goes, the best two game, best three games, I would say Notre Dame, Michigan, Louisville, Alabama, and the game you just mentioned. Yeah, App State at, at number ten, Penn State, Tennessee versus West Virginia, Albany, Pittsburgh, Marshall against Miami of Ohio, Central Michigan, Kentucky. Ooh. That Marshall versus Miami Ohio might be a good game if you're just if you're just looking for a good yeah. middle mid major game to yeah. watch. Yeah, very possible. Ooh, there could be a sleeper pick uh, for a lesser game. Northern Illinois at Iowa. That could be a sleeper good sleepy good game. Yeah. Um. North lit. Carolina at Cal. That could be a sneaky good game. Yeah. Uh, Boise at Troy. That could be a sneaky good game. I probably watched. I probably watched ninety percent of these games. Looking, 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 looking. Southeast Missouri at Arkansas State. Please beat them, Semo. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. But please. Uh, UCA is playing t- at Tulsa. Tulsa is playing UCA, Arkansas State, and Art University of Arkansas. Yeah. All in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for them. Actually, no, they're not. UCA's playing at Tulsa. Oh, that's right. That's right. They are going. That, that Tulsa, I think, hosts Arkansas State yeah, good and UCA, thing is people and don't have to, Tulsa. Tulsa fans don't have to look at that ugly purple field. <laughs> that's beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about. Stop it. Stop. I've seen that field. Have you been there? Have you seen it? No, it's actually kind of... It's actually pretty dope. Uh, here's another sneaky good one for a smaller game. Cincinnati at UCLA. That'll be a good game. Uh, Michigan, Notre Dame, like you said. Let's see. 
Tennessee at Vanderbilt, blah, blah, blah. Louisville, Alabama, we know about. Hang on, about wraps it up. BYU, Arizona. There's not really a lot. Sunday game that week. Miami versus LSU. Oh, I forgot about that. And then that Monday game, the very first Monday game. So, after week one, LSU will be not ranked anymore, right? Right. Right, right, correct. They'll be done. Can we talk about how sometimes the SEC gets over? Because, like, I don't think LSU's going to be You mean the SEC gets overrated for some of their teams? Never. You mean you mean like Florida getting projected to go to the college football playoffs isn't 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 that, an overshoot? Oh my that's, gosh, that's ridiculous. Like how how do you project Florida to go to the college football what playoffs? Have, that's what, ridiculous. What do they have that was gonna beat Georgia? What do they have that's gonna beat South Carolina? South Carolina. What do they have that's gonna be, beat anybody in that con- inside of the conference? Not named Vanderbilt, like. They're not beating Missouri. They might not beat Kentucky. Kentucky might Kentucky, some folks. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not buying the hype. I know that. I don't think they'll win eight, nine games like I've heard from people. But yeah, no. I, I think they're that. They're not going to be a runaway like they have in the I past. think Dan Mullen can do a good job there, but it's year one. No, you're talking about Florida. I'm talking about Florida. You got to give him time. You got to give him time. I think he's a good coach, but I think. You gotta give it time. I don't see him being that great stepping right in. No, hopefully he doesn't get running and telling anybody else. Shoot, they're already Florida's the, one of the worst about it. Some of the fan bases are, from what I've been reading through Chris's Twitter, is they're already having to tell people in the fans like, "Y'all calm down. He ain't even coached a game yet." And then you got Arkansas fans that are just overly hyped. Hmm. I mean, can you blame us though? I mean, can you really yeah. blame us considering what we had to go through with Bielema and John L. Smith before? I mean, sure. I mean, I can't. I laugh. I kind of, for the most part, just try to laugh because you can reach so hard, but you can't blame us because we've dealt with so much crap football over the last six years since Petrino left. It's just like, like, when does it end? You know? When does the misery end? Yeah. And we can start enjoying it again. Agreed. I felt like, you know, I felt like, you know, that when we had Petrino, at least we had, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Unity. Unity. Unity in the fan base. Because everybody was on the same page. I think every fan base in the SEC is crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Including Arkansas, Florida, Tennessee, Texas A&M. Think about it. How crazy, when you go from bottom to top, your fan base can get. Arkansas was bad. Then they go to being good, and now everybody expects us to win 10 games. All right, A&M. They were middle of the road, Big 12 team. Come in to win eight games in the SEC. Now it's like, oh, we should win the national championship. Florida's... Florida been good for a long time. I'm gonna leave them out of there. But Tennessee the same way. They had the good years with Fulmer and was Fulmer. Yeah. With Peyton. And now it's like, oh, we're supposed to be winning ten games every year. No, you're not. And then Georgia. Oh my God, Georgia thinks they if they only win ten games, they've got to fire the coach. Stop. 
stop. They they ran Rick right out of the building. And Miami's like, come, come, come to us. We need a winner. Bad. <laughs> Miami ain't been shitting a long time. Yeah. And I'm, kind of, I'm glad that, it, that they hired Mark Rick because he goes back to his alma mater and brings them back. Yeah. I always wanted to pull for Mark Rick. Yeah. So we got about five minutes left. And we're going to finish up with just some quick fire. So Adrian Peterson is now a Washington R. One of those. Um, How you feel about that, loud beard? Make you happy? Got a little running game? Because didn't your, your uh, guys get hurt, tear his ACL? Tear so his ACL out for the year. That's what he was waiting on for that. So, guys, is, I think guys could be good. So, Adrian Peterson's on a one year deal. Dice can be good if he gets more help around him. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't have He's a quarterback a named Alex Smith leading his team. He's a good kid. I like him. The Redskins will be better when they don't have a man named Alex Smith running their team. No, when Snyder finally sells a team is when they'll be That, good. too. <laughs> I can't stand that dude. But, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, as far as other sign, any any other signings, I, I haven't seen anything really. It's been kind of quiet, surprisingly. It's been a really quiet offseason. It's surprising. Aside from like the holdout stuff and all that, Aaron Donald's holding out. Khalil Mack holding the out. Holdout. He's like, y'all paying all these people. There we go. He's paying. Y'all gonna pay all these other defensive players, but what about me? Right. I'm like the most important. Hey, as far as I'm concerned, hey, they can pay all they want to. Let, let Aaron Donald get out of the L.A. Please let that happen. Please let that happen. Because I know two teams that I that I pay attention to that both have the money to sign him if, if he ever leaves. <laughs> and oh, I'm boy. just saying. Hey, I'll take him down. I'll take him. Dallas team. would take anything on defense at this point. Hey, we... Jerry Jones, which I agree with him to an extent, this is probably one of the, he said most talented, I'll say most talented youth teams we've ever had. We've had some talented defenses, but we haven't had the kind of youth at the talent we have now. Because when David Irving comes back, like I've talked about before, Dallas has a young team. Like, they've gotten rid of all the old vets, and it's a young, young team. They built from the draft. Can I just say how much, how, on a different note, on a different side of the sport, how funny it is to see the see uh, Houston choke away the division lead? I have no idea how that even happened. Because they're Houston, that's what they do. Choke City. Touche. Not Clutch City, Choke City. Choke City, baby. They're back. We back, we back, baby. Choke City. Yeah, because if Chris Paul didn't get hurt there in the championship game, but you didn't do that, so. That's what the teams do in Houston. You remember when we, be, remember when the Rangers came back and stole the division from them a couple years ago? Yeah, well, they didn't choke last year. They didn't choke last year because nobody else competed. <laughs> <laughs> the it A's sucked, wrong. the Mariners sucked, and we sucked. Like, who? How were they going to choke the division? Nobody was any good. This is true. Hey. That makes me happy to see that happen. Please, not, I'll just ask that the Mariners... make the entire city of Houston hate our show. 
the Mariners, the Mariners. Just like probably all the criminals hate, uh, or criminals hate, uh, Florida. No, hate scout team. I can, I can live with it. We have other, we have other cities that'll listen. You ain't wrong. Absolutely not. Uh, but please, Mar- parting, parting words with me. Please, Mariners, do your job so you can keep Houston completely out of the playoffs. All right, so starting next week, we will be all daily, straight through. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday through Friday, you can hear either me. You'll hear David every day, hear Jesse probably every day. I'll be in and out because of work. But Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Hogs. Tuesday, Thursday, National Stuff. Get used to the villain. You're going to be hearing me a lot. Yeah, about that. Hey, I didn't kill you today. We survived a show without <laughs> just without killing each other. Man, I wish I had a video the day that me and you got into it about that. Oh my god. Holy lord. Man, I was standing up shouting. I ain't ever been that mad. <laughs> but if you go back and listen to the clip, I can hear when when Jesse said Mariota was a a uh, game manager. You you could hear clunk. Because you said your profile. <laughs> like, what the heck did you just say? <laughs> I laughed. What the I'm, hell you just said about my quarterback, boy? This is quarterback, man. This is quarterback. <laughs> but yeah, man. We'll, we'll, we'll be, we'll be, try day, basically try, try daily, yeah. in a way. Peace. Peace, fellas.